Go mourn the Pope or something. I don't care. A talking Jesus doll. A talking Jesus doll. Can you tell him what to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's due to go on sale. You can find out because it's about to go on sale in May uh, of this year. There's going to be uh, the Jesus doll, the Moses doll, the David doll, and the Virgin Mary doll. Now, it's being put out by a teddy bear maker as they try to find a market with churches and religious families. Hmm. Will you buy one? You know, um, <laughs> you know, I'm probably not. No, no. Why wouldn't you? No, I don't. I, well, you know what? I might. I might. And as a matter of fact, it might be fun to maybe give one out to a listener. I'll give one out to a listener. That'd be cool. On your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the pocket, they're going to, uh, uh, they're a 12 inch doll, uh, one foot tall Jesus doll. And uh, it, it'll cost twenty four ninety nine. Now, what you get for your twenty four ninety nine is uh, the Jesus doll has some uh, movable parts like arms and hands. It's got like the kung fu grip, you know, the kung fu grip, <laughs> yeah. the action ka- karate chop. So you can like, so you can cut the guy's ear off in yeah. the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, so you got that going on, um, and and it will quote. Uh, five biblical verses. At Do the, you know the verses? No, but no. but at the push of a button on its back, which sounds like most pastors on Sunday morning. <laughs> no uh, names. Yeah, none that we know of. And uh, and the and the Moses doll is going to quote the Ten Commandments, and the Mary doll uh, will just recite one long Bible verse. They don't say what that is. So they're hoping maybe to reach into a, a new market. Uh, with, I, I guess, the passion of the Christ and all this. They're just trying to make okay. something that's going to reach out to the younger generation uh, with the Jesus doll. The Lo- Jesus doll. You got to love that. You got to love, uh, and I'm sure Jesus is proud. I, it's kind of like, you know, the whole concept. I'm sure it's going to be a hot thing at Christmas, you know, like tickle me Jesus, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So. You know, <laughs> tickle me <laughs> Jesus. Um, I like what your wife said, though. The- yeah, the, the new doll that she's, she thought that they maybe should come out with a new doll. Yeah, the Jonah doll. Yeah, and when you push a button on its back, it says, "Eat me, eat me." That's wonderful. I, I love you know, that. But I don't think your little twelve-inch Jesus hey, doll is what gonna. Do you s- wait, hold on. Change the world. Don't I'm get sorry. personal with me and my no, little twelve-inch that, Jesus doll. That's what doll. you brought to the table. The All story right. about the twelve-inch talking Jesus doll. It's not going to change the world. One foot, one foot tall. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Let me tell you about this. Is better. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited about this. 62 foot, 250,000 Jesus statue erected by the Solid Rocks Church. And where is that, does it say? 
in Ohio. It's a 62-foot... Oh, I see the picture 60, over there. Yeah. You see that picture? It's got its arms oh. outstretched. Is it 62 feet from the from the bottom to the head or to his arms outstretched to, to his the arms. heavens? Probably to his arms to the heavens. <laughs> oh, the sculpture towers over the church and near, nearby Interstate 75, serving as a beacon of hope and salvation a beacon talking about changing the world it's kind of like you know what that kind of reminds me of is the church down uh the the ministry down the highway here that that lights up the whole building uh right there on the 405 (laughs) (laughs) tbn tbn TBN, yeah (laughs) they've got like a freaking uh uh oh it's uh, ridiculous man it's like one big light speak of of a beacon yeah (laughs) you know you know believable well you know the world trade center the places Uh that they put those lights to shine in the place yeah it's brighter than that it's brighter than that yeah it's a retina damage going on the way to the mall i can feel god's glory just driving by (laughs) or something it's amazing there's something going on i get a little burn as i go by there every time i need sunscreen to go by trinity (laughs) broadcasting and you know what's cool is in total trailer trash fashion they leave the lights up year round oh yeah it's like christmas (laughs) lights but they're all you know they're all the the just no color just christmas they're white christmas lights. white christmas lights but they leave them up all year long it's total trailer trash which it's weird which is really really (laughs) funny but but uh what i but i just love the fact that they leave them up all year round and, and like in our association, you know, if you leave your lights up in, you know, into January, you know, they're, they're sending you letters and like threatening fined. fines and stuff, but not the TBN, you know, they're, they're cool. So anyway, tell me about your so 62 foot yeah, Jesus. I, I have a quote here. We're living in a day when a lot of people feel hopeless. Amen. But <laughs> Amen. Preach it, brother. But we believe that when people see him, see him, the 62 foot, $250,000 Jesus <laughs> statue. Oh, where am I? Um, they will understand he is the hope of the world. The statue? The statue okay. is going is to let him know that he is the hope of the world. Let's, let's just have a moment of silence. Yeah, for okay. Oh, we're done with that okay, one. Thank you. That I'm was, done. I think, enough for that. That is ridiculous. That's great. But you know, there are there are people uh, that I guess throughout the world they they attach some type of significance to imagery. You know, imagery. Now, wasn't that in the Old Testament where we were told, "Yeah, don't do this." Isn't that oh, almost the worship like of I, idols? I mean, she said she's saying. I'm sorry. This was uh, the wife of actually the pastor of the church who had mm-hmm. this grand idea. Mm-hmm. You know, are we are we now actually is the focus on Christ or is the focus on a sixty two foot Jesus statue, which is very funny because there's also a debate about it being the biggest Jesus because there's another church <laughs> who has a sixty seven foot Jesus. Okay, but who, what's the problem? Um, Why don't they think it's the? T- there's just a little debate. They want to be the best. Come on, dude. That's it, why it's I a asked. pissing world. I think it's a pissing I, war. I think it's, it's an important to know where you're measuring from. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's well, what they ought to do. <laughs> this church should maybe get five of the <laughs> tickle me Jesuses and tape to the top of it, so that'll add an extra five. There feet. you go, and their statue will also now talk. <laughs> exactly, they'll have the talking Jesus statue. They can all talk at once. Exactly, they can read. Re- re- <laughs> I like that It'll idea. It'll be like a choir, a Jesus choir. <laughs> Jesus choir. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. That would be great. So the Talking Jesus, well, it's actually a beautiful church. It's got a nice little reflective pond. Yeah, a reflective there. pond. <laughs> there. Yeah, they, but it's ridiculous to me that a church is going to spend $250,000 on a, a statue but, you know, the homeless people can sleep under its armpits, it looks yeah, like. Yeah, that, that's great. <laughs> the armpits will provide some shelter. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. I, I, I believe that God is frowning on that. I truly believe that. I'm sorry. but uh, Well, I, you know. I, I, I feel I, that we're just misrepresenting Christ. I don't know that, that God, you know, is frowning. I, I don't, you know, I don't know, obviously. Let me let me ask him. Hold on. You know, he's, he's, uh, <laughs> he's definitely not, uh, he's probably not happy. But uh, at the same time, I, I don't know that he really gives a gives a rat's uh, behind about it because I just don't think he uh, uh, he think I think he thinks the church is so neutered today that 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 it's almost laughable for him that it's almost like what are you doing? I don't I don't what know if I doing? believe God would be laughing at that. I I I almost hope it hurts him. Uh huh. Mm. I hope God is shedding a tear that people are wasting their money yeah. on a ridiculous statue. Of him, <laughs> when he's well, saying, "Look, just go out and love these people. Take you know, t- take care of people. Just live with these people. Care about them. Now, do what it takes." Does he? Does he look? Now, is he? Uh, what's he look like? Is he like the typical Jesus we see in pictures? Kind of. Oh, yeah, long hair, beard. Yeah, white looking guy. Oh, always very, white. Very Anglo. Looking oh, very, very, very American. I mean, he he is it's Jim Cazavell a- <laughs> from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mel Gibson look alike. What is he? Um, it is a very plaster looking. It's just pure white. I'm talking white, white. Um, now, what do you think Jesus looked like, Josh? I don't think he was white. Oh no! Well, obviously, obviously yeah. he was a Jew. Um, but every picture we have of him looks like. Does he look like Seinfeld? Neighbor. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe you never know. <laughs> you know, you know what's scary, and let me just. Uh, I I think what's interesting to me is that it's possible, quite possible, that Jesus, being a Middle Easterner, coming from that part of the world, it it's possible that he shared many features. From from the Muslim community in the world, so he probably looked a lot like uh, some of the people in Iraq. Even you know, he probably had those features: the dark skin, uh, the dark hair, uh, kind of those features. That's that's just what I'm thinking. So you believe Jesus looked like Al Qaeda? <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> I, no, I said that. You saying. know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. <laughs> Look like Al Qaeda. What are you wanting to get some hate mail? Yeah, yes. yeah, sure. <laughs> Bring sure. it. I don't That's care. a quote. Jesus looked like Al Qaeda. 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 You say potato. I say potato. Okay, dude, that's cool. <laughs> I don't care. We're freaking white. So uh, anyway, yo yo yo. Oh, um, dude, you're as white as they come. <laughs> Holy crap, vanilla. So anyway, yeah, I think that that uh, that whole concept. You know what we have done uh, with Jesus in 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 our churches is amazing. And well, I think not just Jesus, but what we've done with the church. I mean, just as Christ to call myself Christian to some of my friends. I mean, just completely um, makes it where they don't want to have a relationship with me just based on that name or status. Hmm. Um, the worse to say that I'm actually a pastor. Um, thank yeah, people start talking different when you, mention Oh that. my gosh, I don't say that anymore. Um, you know, the first uh, 20, 25 years of my life, I was, I got ordained, you know, 
when I was around uh, 25, 26. And I was so hoping people would call me reverend. You know, that was really important. Oh, it's a big deal right when you're getting it. Because I remember loving it. I only got it, what, like two and a half years ago now. Yeah, yeah. And that was a big thing for me was uh, that that I would be called reverend. And then I've spent the last 15 years trying to get people to stop calling me, you know, a pastor. (laughs) Because it changes. You know, when you walk into a, uh, when you walk into a bar, uh, no, when you walk into any place, bar doesn't matter where you're at and you're trying to do something with anybody and you mention that that pastor word automatically people begin to talk differently they they treat you a little different that's why i we have an agreement that we won't call each other pastors but we'll call each other bastards (laughs) (laughs) so hey bastard it actually works well hey bastard bastard josh (laughs) um but no what's funny is uh back in texas uh there was a uh uh, we called each other. Now, this is funny. Maybe, I don't know if you're from that world, but did did you guys do this? We called each other um, brother. Seriously. Like, no. Like, like no, my, no. my pastor growing up, I still call him brother John. And we, wow. And, and brother Emery and brother uh, John and brother Frank. And, and, and that and was I, from the S- Southern Baptist? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was hoping one day, I liked it because I, my goal was for people to call me brother Steve. Because that meant I arrived as a pastor. So, like, when I call you and I'm like, "What's up, brother?" You yeah, know? I kind of <laughs> like, "Oh yeah." I have like, <laughs> well, I have like flashbacks. It's uh, like, no. And I totally mean it as like I'm a white rapper calling you, <laughs> "What's up, brother?" Yeah, <laughs> brother. But I still, but I still call my my home church pastor still call him brother John. Yeah, when wow. my mom calls, she goes, "Hey, brother John said this," or you know, whatever. It's just total. It's it's a total different concept. So freaking you know. Pharisee. It's well, it's interesting. It's a it's a weird world. You know, it's a it's a totally different. So coming out here to California, uh, it's Pastor. It's Pastor John. You know, it's Pastor this, yeah, Pastor good that. Po- yeah, good point. Because that. So it's no different. It's just yeah. a different word. You know, back in the South, we called him Brother So and So. Now it's Pastor So and So. Brother just seems weird to me. Well, yeah, but. But when well, I you're heard, also a weird looking guy, so yeah, it, it evens out. I think. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> ugly as a bastard. So yeah, so I think what we've done with uh, the whole concept of of Jesus in the church and 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 trying to make him, you know, culturally fit what we what we want so that we can reach people you know the whole marketing thing. Oh yeah, the whole trying to to reach out to people. It's almost it's almost like you know. I was telling you the other day, it, Jesus cannot fit into our culture. We Americanize him, and he just can't fit. He didn't fit uh, into his culture. No. I mean, they killed him. So he cannot fit into our culture as, as much as we try to cram him into our culture. He can't fit. Yeah, and I mean, even though I believe you and I want him to fit. Oh, yeah. I, I Oh, my gosh. I, I wouldn't want anything more, but it just it just can't happen. Yeah, he just doesn't fit. He'd be in the Looney Land or Looney <laughs> Bin. <laughs> Dude, the Looney Looney Lin. What is the Looney Lin? <laughs> Looney Bin. Crap. <laughs> I need to watch my Strange Brew again. <laughs> I'm saying you, the Looney Bin. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, I think that there is uh, there's a real big problem. I was reading an article the other day uh, where Eugene Peterson um, it says this. He says, "How do we meet people's needs?" How do we meet people's needs? Do we meet them? Uh, do we do it in Jesus's way, or we or do we do it the Walmart way? Hmm. How do we meet people's uh, people's needs? He says when you start tailoring the gospel to the culture, 
whether it's a youth culture, a generation culture, or any other kind of culture, you have taken the guts out of the gospel. Now, this is Eugene Peterson, one of the most well-respected, the writer of the message, whatever. He says the gospel of Jesus Christ is not the kingdom of this world. It's a whole different kingdom. I mean, that's powerful. And it is. It's not of this world. So so what we do each week, you know, and I'm all about reaching out to unchurched. I'm all about reaching the seeker world. I'm all about that. I've always been about that. However, I'm really questioning some of the ways we're doing it nowadays. I'm really questioning the whole uh, uh, purpose-driven church model. I'm questioning the church marketing models. I'm questioning all these things about how we reach unchurched people. Well, what are some specifics that you're questioning? Bug me? Yeah, maybe that bug you. Yeah, I, I think the for me right now, it's the whole um, the whole idea of the show. You know, the <laughs> show. I got a quote here that I pulled up uh, that I thought was very interesting. It's from a pastor uh, of, uh, I'll just say it, because uh, it's on uh, Christianity Today's website. It, it, Lee McFarland, pastor of Radiant Church in Surprise, Arizona, Draws more than 5,000 people. Oh, Surprise. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's funny. <laughs> Which draws 5,000 people to its weekly services. Says this. We want the church to look like a mall. We want you to come in here and say, dude, where's the movie theater? So this guy, this is what, this is kind of, it's the show. I mean, each Sunday, we're stressing about one of the biggest stresses. I'm speaking this weekend. One of the biggest stresses has been, what am I going to show them that's going to that's yeah. gonna make an impression? Uh, you know, it, it isn't the purpose-driven church. It is now the consumer-driven church. Exactly. It is the, well. Well, which is, the, the tail is wagging the dog. Oh, my gosh. You, totally. I mean, this this is ridiculous. I mean, it does bring up the question, what, what is the true role of the church? Right. What is the purpose? What, what, I, I hate using the word because no, it's so overused It's now. so overused, but, but what, to use his own phrase. Okay, what is the purpose of the church? Right, right. You know, is it is it a weekly Bible study? Is it a weekly time to just uh, do what I like to call Christian karaoke, where you just sing along to the words of the screen? Um, what is the purpose of the church? The church in, in general or the church service as we know it today on Sunday morning? Or is the church service now becoming that's the main focus and that's what you get? Come for your 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 930 and 11 fix. That's right. our showings. We right. have two showings this hey, weekend. I thought of something radical. You you thought of something radical? Yeah. Uh, Hold the phone. Wait a stop second. Stop the presses. Um, write this down. Let me bake you a cake, buddy. There was, <laughs> <laughs> there was a... <laughs> I thought of something. Okay. There it went. No, there was a there was a phrase, you know, a few years back about the presidency, you know, and and who elects who elects the president, right? Who is that? The, the president. Well, who it's elects the, the what citizens? I yeah, mean, the people. Me? Yeah. We the people, right? Yeah. So what if no one voted? There would be no president, correct? Like, what if this next? I don't, o- <laughs> I don't know. Right, but Are I'm just saying, me? right? Theoretically, okay. It since we elect let's, the president, if no one voted, what would happen? So, so let's take that one step further. What if no one went to church? What would happen? Well, would the church stop? Because what is the church? 
You know, my my gut instincts. What if we just stopped going? I want to say it would. What if we just stopped going? The way church is run Let's and stop I, going. I have to say performed uh-huh. nowadays, yeah, it would stop. I mean, I'm, talk, I'm talking all the way down to salaries. I mean, if people aren't coming, money ain't coming in. No, but would the church stop? See, or would the real church be discovered? You know oh, what I'm saying? I don't know. That, you know what I'm saying? Let's try it. <laughs> that's, that's our Okay, I was hit with science. a thought. I was a hit with a thought this week uh-huh. when, I was, when I was reading in preparation for, for this week's uh, talk that I'm giving. I was reading, and it hit me. It hit me. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to stop going to church. Let me, I'm going to try it. I'm thinking about it. Now, I'm just thinking about it. Like maybe I would discover the real church, which is more than a, than the the place that I go and call my church home. Okay, well, what would the real ch- church possibly look and maybe feel to you, or maybe you don't know? <laughs> I know you're saying, well, you might just realize that. What if I went out on Sundays rather than going to the place that I call the church and actually went out and interacted with homeless people? Exactly. Or what if I went, you know, now, now I'm not saying I'm doing that because, you know, those people stink and all. Oh, but- oh my gosh. No, no. He, he was joking. This is a comedy show. Satire. Uh, well, a little bit of comedy. I don't know. I don't know well, if they've laughed very much, but. Well, you're funny looking at least. We'll start posting But no, my, my point is, okay, here's, here's what actually happened in my mind. I was sitting at Arby's. Uh, it's a good place. I, I don't eat there enough. Yeah. Roast any, beef sandwiches. Any, any fast food restaurant that has horseradish <laughs> is good with me. And curly fries. And so I was sitting there uh, where I where I actually do my preparation uh, for things. And uh, as I was sitting there, I was thinking. I do uh, my preparation on the toilet. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. But I was sitting there thinking, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not come anymore. Of course, I got to speak this Sunday, so I'm coming this Sunday. But, but, uh, <laughs> but after that, I promise. But then the second thought hit me. You know, my my. Okay, what am I going to do? And then I thought, maybe I just go find some people and serve them. Maybe I help serve at a soup kitchen, or I serve at something like that. Maybe I get my hands dirty with some real people who need the love of God. And then the third thought hit me: Am I really willing to do that? Yeah, I was just going to ask. Right. So let's say you stop going to church. Because you are responsible for your own spiritual growth. We discussed so. this earlier uh-huh. that, you know, it's not the responsibility of the pastor. It's not the responsibility of my group or small group leader. Right. It's my responsibility. Right. So beyond that, mm-hmm. forgetting the fact that we do need, I'm going to use the super Christian fellow, fellowship sure. with others. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's say you do replace church with you're going out and you are being Christ to people. My question is, will you actually replace that set time that you had every week right, with actually being Christ to people? Or does it even have to be that set time? Right. Does it have to be a set, hey, I'm going to get three hours this week. No, no, I don't think so. I think I, I think what you're saying is I, I just thought about, you know, making a radical statement, which would be I'm not going anymore. So I'm going to designate that time that I already have set aside that I spend on Sunday mornings going to a service and drive by that church and go to a place that really needs me. 
Okay. You know, and, and really could use my help on that Sunday or people that could use my help. And so that was it. And that can, that could happen on a Friday night. That could happen on yeah. a Thursday. That could happen anytime that could happen on my way by, uh, when I see a homeless guy on the side of the street. And I, I mean, I keep saying homeless, but there's so many more people. There's, well, there's I AIDS patients in hospices. Homeless cause we've talked a lot. About yeah. That. But there's senior citizens at the senior folks home that we yes. were at the other day. Yes, there's yes, people yes. that need somebody just to come by and talk to them. I mean, you know, some lady that's sitting there all alone without no family or uh, no, without any family or friends, you know, sitting there alone, just needs somebody to talk to her. You know, I mean, that is being Jesus. Jesus to people. And oh, no, for, definitely. You know, it's a lot more Jesus than a 67-foot freaking statue. Yeah. Bringing no, exactly. hope. They will find hope in him. You know, In the like, statue. <laughs> in the statue. So somehow the statue is actually going to point to Christ, point to our Redeemer, <laughs> because the statue is so great. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where people are getting this. No, I don't either. I, I, I just either. feel that we have been... As first, I want to say Americans because we are Americans, um, and then just as the modern church, I know we're trying to do the whole new postmodern thing, which we I, I feel we've already effed up. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just missing the point. We're missing which is <laughs> Christ. <laughs> We keep pointing at, oh, look, look at this. This is going to point people. Stop pointing to something that's going to point people to Christ. Start pointing to Christ. Right. And I'm not saying in in cleverly orchestrated ways. Right. What, what if your life, the way you talked with people, extremely real, mm-hmm. pointed to Christ? Exactly. And I feel that we keep trying to fit some mold that we already fucked up this mold of oh as a christian if you accept a life with christ things are going to be a hundred percent perfect right god never said life was going to be or uh, jesus god never said life was going to be easy right he said it was truth that was it Mm mm-hmm so what does a, a life of truth really look like? Well, a life of truth is me me completely open up to, to someone. I, I, I truly feel like I've become great friends with you, Steve, where I'm able to be transparent. Right. Yeah. I you know, know. And grow together. And to me, that well... Or two or more gather. Well, this Jesus is, <laughs> is also. Hey Amen. Can you hold my hand? <laughs> <laughs> Just everyone, please pl- pl- place your-, your hand to your computer or iPod screen right now. Get your hand, Josh. Get your hand off my knee. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's not your knee. Uh, I, uh, I, I just feel that we're we're trying to fit a mold yeah. that that Christ did not create, but we have right and. Well, stupid- I see this in people who are in the same area that I am. I see people, here we are, this is our only our second podcast. I see people who have already been doing podcasts, and I'm like, what are you doing? Right. Why are you trying to fit this mold? Why can't you just, well, what would your podcast, freaking us, freaking geeks, <laughs> podcast, um, what would it sound like if you were transparent and just said, look, this 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is this is who I am. Exactly. I mess up. I'm not perfect. I'm not. I'm not giving me the excuse to be imperf- uh, imperfect. Right. Well, but, here here's the question. You know, we've got so many podcasts out there um, that are that are talking about real life. They're they're and they're the comedy ones. You know, the ones that are that are the most vulgar, the most vile, that are actually reaching hundreds and hundreds of people. And, and you know, we've got Catholic Insider <laughs> and then the rest of us. Yeah. And, and, and it's because, you know, the Pope died. So give props to the Catholics because they're getting out there and voting on Podcast Alley. And you can vote for our show on Podcast Alley. Yeah. Uh, please, please do. Please vote. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'd like to be, you know, at least up next to... The you Rachel know, show, the only, eight-year-old that can... The, eight, <laughs> the eight-year-old that's beating us. <laughs> the eight-year-old that's kicking butt. Hey, you know, but that's good for her. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, little eight-year-old. My, my, <laughs> but my goal with this is just that, you know, people would listen, Christian and non-Christian. Oh, yeah. I mean... I, well, we talked seriously. I told you. I said I didn't necessarily want to be on the religion section of yeah, certain podcasts. Yeah, you, you were definitely pushing me to put us on just comedy. But, but you know, this is fine where we are. I just think that it needs to be a show. I don't want to take ourselves too seriously. You know, I mean, I think we too many... We can't, and I feel everyone is. Everyone's well, there's taking other shows that do. way too seriously. Well, there are other, other shows that do that, and, and uh, you know, that's fine. I, I just want to be honest and transparent with people and frustrated about the church and and uh, bitter and cynical. <laughs> I do have to say I'm already worried about telling people that we're doing a podcast because I don't want to, you know, the first question is going to be, oh, what's in the name? And I don't want to tell them because then they're actually going to listen. Well, and stupid, and stupid church people is a little offensive, you know, I mean, to those that want to get offended by it. Yeah. But uh, most of the people that I've told it to that aren't believers or, or that I don't, I, you know, well, let me talk about that for a second. I yeah. use that a lot where I go, where I go, they're not believers. Like I yeah. really know. Like yeah. I, like How I do really you know, know they're not believers. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I've heard. How do I, I know I am? I've heard church <laughs> leadership say, oh yeah, they're not saved. We really got to get on our knees and start praying for them. And I'm like, well. How do you know? How do you know? Exactly. So <laughs> um, Jesus had a different, uh, we can talk about that another time, but Jesus had a different uh, look at that whole um, who's in and who's out thing. As a matter of fact, most of the paid professional people were out in his book. But uh, I was looking at this whole uh, concept as I, as I prepared, as we've talked about grace um, in, in, in my life these last few days, because I'm preparing to do a, a message on it this weekend. Um, but I was looking at this, um, this whole concept of grace and I was thinking about the way we put Jesus through this American filter and we feed him in this, uh, in this American filter. And I, and I wrote on my blog at, at stupidchurchpeople.com. I, I wrote that, um, I wrote that the, the, the Jesus, uh, where did I write that? Hold on. The American filter Jesus isn't like the one I read about in the Bible. The Jesus I've been exposed to is one that gives grace as long as his hands don't have to get dirty. The one that makes nice so as not to offend the people that I want to impress. My American filter Jesus thinks that getting more people into my church programs is more important than teaching them to be involved with people that would never darken the doors of a church. And uh, for me, that is what I am guilty of. I am guilty of not wanting to get my hands dirty. I am guilty of wanting to impress people so bad that I'm afraid to be real in front of them and do a show that honestly reflects my thoughts and opinions or to write a blog that honestly reflects my thoughts and opinions because I'm afraid that they won't like me. And then, and then the final thing is, 
you know, I've been more important, you know, I felt it was more important in parts of my life to get people to come to my church program than it was to actually teach them how to go out and reach people in their own world and make a difference where they are. So uh, that's my little sermonette for uh, you sermonette people. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, you can go to stupidchurchpeople.com. I've, I've been writing a lot of thoughts on this whole idea of grace. So uh, check that out. Yeah. Um, so I think we're coming to our end here. I'm not coming to my end. Are you not done? Well, no, I mean, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I can I can talk yeah, all night well, about this. Well, the problem is we can go on for hours, but... We shouldn't. We shouldn't, <laughs> because then it just becomes boring. So but, if we stop uh, it now, we actually stop ahead. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, trust me. Maybe. <laughs> I you know think, how these things have gone. <laughs> you think it can get worse? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it only gets worse. So do you want to talk about any of our brothers in the bod- podcast world? Because we've been our brothers, brothers and and and. Well, I do have to say because um, I think it's funny as I look at the list of, and I've listened to some of our uh, fellow podcasters out there, and we don't want to. God forbid that we actually slam anybody. No, but. Some of you guys need to step it up. <laughs> that's the best way. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be the guy. This is Josh. We just want to okay. edify you. We want to yeah, edify you know and encourage you. First of all. Um, vote for us first and then go visit some yeah, of these other yeah, podcasts. Go vote, please. Podcastalley.com. Podcastalley.com. All you have to do is vote. You don't have to comment. If don't you leave do, a comment. If you do want to leave a comment, we will read it on the next show. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, that'd be fun. But we've got, you know, number one is who? Number one, Catholic Insider. Catholic Insider. <laughs> uh, we're we're a little behind them. Little, just a little. A little bit. behind. Let's see. They have how many votes? Let's see. I don't know. They it's have uh, they have one thousand and eighty three votes this month, uh, and we have uh, five. <laughs> but the funny thing is, our five got us to right now twenty seven. Yeah, we're at number twenty seven. Like that's um, not that bad. <laughs> well, twenty seven, you know, and and uh, twenty seven out of one hundred and thirty shows. So so we're we're moving on up. The the one that I uh, go ahead. Is there any that stick out to you there, um, uh, Josh? Well, um, I'm going to be the guy because to throw someone under the bus a little, just because I feel Steve's a little pansy and he doesn't want to. Um, in the treehouse with Tuck and Cheryl. Oh no, I was going to mention that one. No, no, that's my yeah. favorite one <laughs> because <laughs> Tuck and Cheryl, they're a cute couple. Yeah. Aren't they cute? They're young. I think they live near us, too, so we probably should watch what we say or they'll have the Christian mob on us. But, uh, yeah, they're cute. Yeah. Because they don't technically do a podcast, do they? <laughs> well, I think what's funny is, no, they don't. And and uh, you go to their website, and it's full of pictures of Tuck and Cheryl. So they they really like themselves. But um, uh, Tuck and Cheryl, a couple of things I notice is is I think you're you're trying to be edgy, and that's cool. Because they have bed casts. Bed casts. And I think what we're going to instigate you know, here is is Josh and I uh, are going to do a bed cast. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should do a bed we cast. We should do a bed cast. I think next time you'll be hearing us, we'll be in, in, in our- In bed together. Yeah, my bed or your bed. Uh, What size do you got? <laughs> I got a queen. I think I got a queen too. Yeah, okay. Well, either way. Either one. Are you firm or soft? I'm uh I don't know. Mine's really. actually really hard. Okay. <laughs> it really is. I'm not it's lying. It's a it's a real firm mattress. It's a very okay. firm mattress. That's fine. Uh so we'll be doing a bed cast and uh I I hope that uh maybe uh, Tuck and Cheryl will join us sometime. Yeah, I, I actually love to do like a co 
co op pod podcast. I would, yeah, I would like that. That'd be great because I know we're we're very um, easy spoken. Is that the right word? I don't know, Josh. I don't know. We just we just say what we want. Exactly. Then there's like like here we penis. <laughs> okay. I wanted to say it. Well, we're gonna do another show with phrases that we like. Oh, yeah. Oh, we talked about that today. Cuss Fest 05. <laughs> yes, all right. The stupid church people cuss fest. <laughs> Words that you can't say in church, but you wish you could. But you wish you yeah. could. So we're so, thinking about it. So that would be fun. But but we have some other shows. We've got the Reverend Tim co- podcast, which obviously everybody in his church votes for him. So way to go, Reverend Tim. Uh, they love you. Um, He's a good and, marketer, dude. Yeah, I know. And see, we got to get better at that. Then there's Lifespring. And I don't know the guy. It's a long show, and uh, he's in bed with a whole bunch of other people. I mean, not literally, <laughs> but they all vote for each other. Wow. But the funny thing about LifeSpring is, I don't know. He's talking about filling his pool today, and talking about. Uh, so I don't know what Film he's filling his pool that he that he fixed his pool this summer and or this last year. The he's hell fixed, does that? I don't know. <sighs> and and that his son, his future son-in-law, was helping him with the grass, and Ridiculous. that was that was interesting. And then uh, the Godcast Network is number four. What What's interesting about the Godcast Network is it's actually just, they just read a Bible verse. And so anyway, the Godcast Network, we should try to get on the Godcast Network because it's a whole bunch of podcasts for God people. Oh, wait, we can get on it? Yeah. And then there's the- Oh, ro- dude, we're getting on it. But we, I, I bet we'll be rejected. Probably. Because you cuss. And then <sighs> uh, the, the Rosary Army, which is funny. I guess it's a bunch of people with their rosaries. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what that's like. Um, then, oh. then number seven is Rachel's Choice, who we mentioned. Nice, the lovely young Rachel, who's eight you years know, old. That would be a great one to have on our show. I'd actually watch my mouth with that one. Well, we could have Rachel. We like, could call her up and talk hilarious. to her. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Cool. She's cute. She reads a little Bible verse, and she's like, "Hi, my name's Rachel." Of course, she's kicking our ass <laughs> on the freaking votes yeah, right she's, now. She's way ahead of us. <laughs> I think she has like. Uh, let me Let's check. I'll check in a second here. I got it. Oh, you got it. Okay. It's uh, she has coming up here. She, <laughs> she has sixteen votes. Yeah. So she's real. She's like more than she's twice killing us. <laughs> Uh, in the treehouse, and then uh, we're down to uh, the Barna Baruch Kabbalah Media the? Archive. Uh, so we got a lot of podcasts way to, way ahead of us, um, and we just want to get up there. So so get out there. Uh, and we know that uh, in this last week, we've had uh, several people download. Uh, if you're listening to this and you visited us again, please go vote at Podcast Alley. Get us up there. Uh, comment. Love us. Hate us. Whatever. Uh, we're pimping. We're pimping for your vote. Okay, because we know how this thing works on Podcast Alley. You know, I could actually care less how they vote. No, I want them to vote for us. Well, yeah, you're American self. We just freaking slammed American culture. Now we're like, yeah, and then go vote for us, and we'll we'll be on the top. We'll be number one. We'll be the American Idol. No, <laughs> you know what? Seriously, our whole goal, though. No, don't vote for us then, damn it. <laughs> you're going to get me cussing again. But no, I... <laughs> All we're offering is freedom. We're offering freaking, we can laugh at ourselves. You Within the church. We, we want you to be free. Free as bird. Sorry. We want, we, that's what we want. We are calling for you to be free. What if we all stopped going to church? <laughs> Just stop going. Let's all stop going and let's show them. Who is the church? Is it the paid pastor? 
Is it the paid staff or is it us who are sitting there each week listening? I agree. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's go. Let's get going. And I just say, let's do it this week. Everybody do don't. No, wait, wait, wait. No, I'm speaking this week. <laughs> wait, wait. No, next week. <laughs> A week from this Sunday. First Sunday in May. Yeah, there Everybody we go. stop going to church for one day. Let's have a sit out. A sit out. Of church. Stop going, people. Dude, and all you got to do is, just so we know you're a part of our, our sit group. Sit out. Is sit actually in front of your church, but use a Sharpie and put... SCP on your forehead. That would be so cool. Standing for stupid church people. That's right. And just say, look, we're behind this. It's a revolution, man. We are the church. It's a revolution. And just hold placards up that say stupid church people as people are walking in. (laughs) We're going to hell. And (laughs) yell at them (laughs) and stuff. So anyway, do that this week. Uh, So you've got your assignment. Uh, Go this week. Go ahead and give your tithes and offerings. This Sunday, get them in. <laughs> get them in. Get them in sure. before the end of the month. Yeah. And then uh, uh, next Sunday, the May first Sunday in May, it's a sit-out. So we'll see how the great national church sit-out. That or go ahead and uh, build a 70-foot Jesus. Guys, it's Josh. I just wanted to remind you that you can email us at stupid at stupidchurchpeople.com and you can leave us a voicemail at 512-857-9647. See ya, bitches! Hello. uh, Oh, oh, this the podcasting line. Well, I don't know nothing about that. Um... I hear it's fun. I don't have myself an iPod uh, or a computer.